This is a Cortez Currents news update. China cannot get enough BC oysters. No discussion about seafood markets can really go anywhere without talking about China. It It's just the number one driver of seafood consumption is, is their market. Said Eric Lyon, owner-operator of Rising Tide Shellfish on Cortez Island. I haven't been there, but from what I hear, got a rising middle class with disposable income. And culturally, they really value seafood and especially shellfish. Fresh and live are probably the most important things to them as far as food goes. According to the Chinese Market Research Agency, Doxay Consulting, with polluted and overfished waters at home, China is importing a lot of premium seafood. Wealthier Chinese consumers, who can afford to avoid scandal-plagued chicken and pork, have in some cases switched to seafood. Many Shanghai and Beijing restaurants sell imported oysters, and most often as a side dish. Only some places exclusively sell oysters as a key element of the restaurant. The price varies from 30 to 150 yuan per dish. The key element of the restaurant selling oysters is that most of them are Western-oriented. Doxy added, Chinese consumers are more and more demanding about the quality of oysters they buy. Therefore, they're willing to pay a high price for high-quality oysters. There were uh, Chinese brokers who came here, um, and they wanted more oysters than are grown in B.C., never mind Cortez Island. We just simply do not have that volume. I know there's a couple growers. I mean, you, probably if you haven't, talking to Eric Lyon would be a good choice. I think he has sold into the Chinese market. I mean, we're talking thousands of dozens. And for us, a huge order is 300 dozen. So we, we don't even count. Said Christian Schofield Sweet. We did try. It's a very active market. But it's a market that requires what we find an inordinate amount of attention to detail that is, in our view, unnecessary to the quality or the taste of the oyster. We, we did try some years ago, and the requirement that all the oysters be the same size, and I'm talking really close to the same size, which I appreciate, I understand, has to do with status and if you're the only one in the room that has a weird little twisty oyster on your plate then clearly you're not as important as the other folks but what do you do with all the ones that are rejected all of us love to eat the best most perfect looking food i mean i always choose the best looking oysters but when you're selling two three four hundred dozen you're talking about a huge amount of extra time the other challenge in that same category was that the Chinese broker we were dealing with also purchased by weight so that the bags of the oysters all had to be at a certain weight um, minimum. And it was very high, which means that, again, all of the bags are at maximum perfect. And... Easily 50% of your oysters, maybe a bit more, are not going to pass that grade.
And so now you have all these seconds and I don't want to sell seconds to people who are loyal to me, to um, markets we have here in the West, to restaurants and brokers that have purchased from us for years. I don't want to give them the twisty oysters. And then a third category was that I think because um, certainly my projection, but within the Chinese community, there's lots of folks who can do fairly menial work we a couple of times got back photographs of like four or five oysters out of again hundreds of dozens that were not to the right shape and so we were told that the broker didn't wish to pay for the whole order because some of the oysters were not uh, to the standard and it's like we're talking live creatures who are flown hundreds of miles in cargo planes. And I'm surprised if only four of them die. So that's my kind of grumpy complaint, but it was a very difficult market. And we just feel more loyal to the BC brokers and to the local restaurants and to the folks up and down the coast who appreciate our oysters, and so we thought we'll just specialize local. Eric Lyon was one of the local oyster farmers who opted to continue selling in the Chinese market. This didn't make much of a difference when China closed its doors to British Columbian seafood at the beginning of the year. When they stopped buying oysters in China, the number one big driver of global seafood markets, that really put a dent in your ability to get rid of large volumes of product. And then shortly after that, they closed the restaurants down, of course. So that just sort of killed the domestic market. The domestic market is like 90% what Victor McLagan calls fashion food. It's all about looking good on a bistro or being served this beautiful little fresh raw morsel of seafood that you're not eating these things to fill up. So that's a big component of the market for producers around here is is these small tray oysters and tumbled oysters anyway that all went down the drain when they closed the restaurants and so it was kind of a little bit of a surprise in march april there that all of a sudden it was like well no nobody wants any of what we have to sell right now and some of my buyers were not trying to alarm me but saying look we might not be wanting any product from you until fall at the earliest, because of course, um, myself and most of the producers around here are like really small scale producers. It's like artisanal basically. And the buyers for the past few years, they can't satisfy the market. So they're always looking for more product from little guys like us. But these guys are also farmer operators, wholesalers, processor farmers. So they've got their own operations and they were saying to us smaller guys, hate to leave you in the lurch here, but we've, we've spent the past, say, five years building up our capacity to produce more of this stuff because the, the market has basically had no ceiling for a while now. So they were saying, well, we're not going to need any product from you little guys in the coming unpredictable amount of time because we're over capacity. So we were freaking out a little bit, us smaller guys around here. There's a handful of producers. We all talk lots, friends, you know, and we're all sort of 
wondering what's going to happen. China reopened its doors to British Columbian shellfish in June. And for oyster farmers operating in this market... It went right back to the same thing again, getting phone calls from people saying, hey, look, we can't fill our orders. Can you bring on the oysters? Like, we'll take everything you've got. It just bounced right back. And the reason it did that was because China allowed the imports to carry on. And because of that market, there's basically no ceiling to how much of the stuff you can sell. BC's domestic market is coming back right now, albeit not at the levels of previous years. Meanwhile, the Asian market is building towards Chinese New Year on February 12th. One of the most important staples on the dinner table is oysters.